all the money that everybody made during the pandemic, like investing has sort of like very much evened out. I kind of got used to just anything that I investing was doing extremely well to being like, all right, I need like a more calculated approach to it. And I asked rent for advice and he just gave me like a complete cryptic like i love this classic brent thing i'm like hey man i'm like so i made so so and so money on this stock like should i sell some and he just goes you should put a few fish in the freezer <laughs> i'm like what i'm like what does that even mean he goes when times are good a man never got in trouble by putting a few fish in the freezer yeah i love that and then i go so does that mean i should diversify a bit and he just goes save for his next meal i'm like dude what <laughs> And I never got the full answer. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio Gallerati, Francis Ellis, a couple of guys mm, hanging. Palling around. Doing it. Palling around. I did Francis's show last week uh, at the stand, and Francis is like, I think it's a little bit of a drinking night. And I was like, oh, yeah? Mm. He's like, yeah. And he's like, you want to have one? Let's have one. Yeah. I, I will never say no to that. I really, I really like how, I will never say how no to that. you willing you are. Because you were like, I wasn't planning to, but if you're having one, sure. All day, dude. All day. Sometimes, you know. It's good for the soul. Sometimes you need one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I needed one that night. Yeah, it's funny because Francis used to host that show with our good pal, Ashley Hesseltine. And now he's hosting it with our other good pal, uh, Lil Sasquatch. Harry Lil Sasquatch. While she is out of town. And it's it's interesting to see a show... Where that you're doing with a woman as opposed to doing it yeah. with a man, uh, and those two are pretty solidly on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Sure, as far as like their style, yeah, uh, just as love living uh-huh. goes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So it's interesting to see uh, that show, but it seemed like it went really well. So that's great. It was fun. We I had a lot of myself. fun. People were great that came out. Um, we had a really good time. Good show. And uh, thank you for doing it. You yeah, smashed. Thank you. Thank you. It was a good show. Uh, solid crowd mashed smash um all right so what's happening well dude, okay this is stupid but i can't get this straight the kid Leroy and coy Leray. how are those two separate people who are both people i'd have never heard of either of those the kid Leroy, coy Leray. are those not the same sounds mixed up <laughs> kid Leroy, coy Leray. coy Leray, kid Leroy. It it I don't know. To me, it sounds like you're telling me about uh, someone's evil alter ego. Am I saying her name right? Who are these yeah. people? I'm They're sorry. They're like singers. I don't know. Like Coyle Ray is like a rapper singer. Like the, you you know the song about to catch another flight. It's like a TikTok song. You, I just want to have a good night. You overestimate <laughs> how sort of up to speed I am. <laughs> You've heard their songs probably shopping places. What's a Kid Leroy song? Stay. How's it go? Need you to stay. Okay, okay. I don't know that. Oh. Beaver Beaver sings. Oh, I do know know that one. I do know that one. By the way, I thought you were saying some sort of tongue twister that would invoke LaCroix. Oh, that's nice. Kid Leroy, LaCroix, Coyle Ray. We can throw those around. 
Kidleroy, Coilerae, drinking. Oh my god! Drinking yeah. Lacroix. Drinking Lacroix. Yeah. Kidleroy drinking Lacroix with Coilerae. That's pretty. And Kylo weird. Ren. <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah. Kylo Ren. Um, dude, I had this vision of going to DC and doing my shows and drinking, and afterward going and exploring the National Mall. After having drank a bunch, and one of my friends goes, "Dude, are you like pledging for Pike or something? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about?" And I was like, "Oh, I guess you're right. Dude. That's kind of weird." I think it's a good idea. It sounds fun, though, right? I think it's a good idea. Although it is a lot of walking, you would be surprised at how far apart a lot of those things are in the National Mall. Well, I know, but you don't have to like walk specifically to all of them. I get that the like walk from the National Mall or the Washington Monument to the Lincoln thing is like farther than you would think. Oh, I'm. We did. We did from. So I, I think we did from the steps of the Capitol building all the oh. way to the Washington, no, all the way to the Lincoln Memorial. Got it. Which was really long. That yeah. was a really long walk. That's far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I recommend it. Yeah. Good time, right? It's beautiful. Yeah, dude. Very solid. Um, dude, I don't know. Like, I sometimes, I now that it's been such a, like, bit of a downturn, not, not a downturn, I want to call it downturn, but, like. All the money that everybody made during the pandemic, like investing, has sort of like very much evened out, to mm-hmm. say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like sort of like, all right, because I, I kind of got used to just anything that I investing was doing extremely well to being like, all right, I need like a more like calculated approach to it. And I asked Brent for advice and he just gave me like a complete cryptic, like I love this. classic Brent thing. I'm like. Hey man, I'm like, so I made so so and so money on this stock. Like, should I sell some? And he just goes, You should put a few fish in the freezer. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what does that even mean? He goes, When times are good, a man never got in trouble by putting a few fish in the freezer. Yeah, I love that. I'm like, what? I love Brent. And then I go, So does that mean I should diversify a bit? And he just goes, save for his next meal. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> and I never got the full answer. He never actually gave it to me. He sounds like a man you had to hike to go talk to. <laughs> <laughs> you had to hike a long way to get that advice from him. <laughs> you know, you were really unsure if you were in the right place and if, and you ran into him but he didn't he didn't let on that he was the guy you were looking for. <laughs> He acted like he was going to bring you to that guy. Yeah. And only after about an hour and a half of talking did you realize that in fact he was that guy. He was the guy. He was the guy. He was the guy after all. Yeah. Dude, I know. I know. It could be funny. That's like a fun con. Uh, <laughs> dude, speaking of which, I think it would be fun to do Academy Award Rundown. It's coming up in a week or two. Uh, Let's hear it. It would be fun to... Well, you've seen a lot of these movies too, right? I've seen a few. Not many. I got to say, dude, the overall... Last year, I was a little bummed out about the overall quality of the of the selection. And granted, like a lot of those movies probably got made during COVID or like... All that stuff, there's maybe less to choose from. But I felt as if the field was extremely strong this year. Really? Uh, yeah. Right. And I mean, you'll, you've seen a lot of these. Like Top Gun, you've seen. Yep. I love Top Gun. Too, love dude. Top Gun. It's awesome. What a How solid How could you movie. not like Top Gun? So good. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, obviously. Awesome. You know, I have my opinion mm. on that movie has flickered. This is Chris's favorite movie. Why don't you guys go back and forth about this? Interesting. Um, Ryan also didn't like it. I I didn't dislike it. I just kind of thought it was just mayhem. Unnecessarily crazy. It went it was mayhem for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. For so long and tried to really 
pe- just pepper you with gigantic themes in the final act of the movie uh, of, you know, love and who are you truly inside and you, you never had to do anything more than be my mother. Whatever, all these things and just like endless noise and sound and color and found it all to be a little too much well i I will say this the first time i watched it i found it a little hard to follow i watched it again and there's a lot of good nuance like Mm. each like crazy world that they end up in like they do at some point use the things from those different worlds like to their advantage which i thought was interesting and funny and fun uh but i hear you it is a little chaotic Um, sure but, but I know everyone loves watching. that movie. So very yeah. much worth watching. I loved it. Um, then there's this movie, Woman Talk, Women Talking. It kind of it kind of feels like more of a play. Really intense. Really good. Don't want to spoil what it's about. Who's the Who are the actors in that? It's like I'm trying to think if there's even anybody in there that I really know. Frances McDormand's in it for like two seconds, uh-huh. and then it's a kind of like a Claire Foy. Oh, I like Jessica Claire Foy. Buckley. Claire Foy plays Queen Elizabeth Somebody on The Crown. Too, who's like Runa Mara, Francis yeah. oh, Runa Mara. I like. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good, man. It's good. Uh-huh. Uh, don't want that. I don't want to spoil it. Banshees of Sharon I thought was hilarious and also really good. And okay. Like, have you have you seen it? I think you would love it. I haven't seen it specifically. I think that's one for you. I would watch that one, but worth watching in general. Triangle of Sadness has a little bit of a Lord of the Flies esque situation. Okay. Dude, and this is the type of movie where at the end of the movie, or sorry, like I saw the movie and I saw a guy on the plane sitting next to me watching it. And when it was over, I was like, so what did you think? Like you can discuss the ending with people. Like we, like you have to sort of like hypothesize as to what happened. Interesting. Um, Fableman's awesome. Um, Love that. All Quiet on the Western Front. Incredible. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, Like if you, if you need to sleep well that night, you know, watch that with. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're gonna need to watch that, and gentle. then you'll need a palate cleanser like that volcano documentary. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Really cleanse the palate like a nice scoop of lemon sorbet. <laughs> Avatar, I still stand by. Absolutely fucking loved it. I didn't get the gather that you liked it as much as I didn't did. love it as much as you did. What, what I agree your, with you, Francis. What were your thoughts on it? Uh, I, I almost want to say sort of it just went on too long, and it mm-hmm. was sort of the most flimsy plot that was so microwave dinner simple uh you know it was this very similar plot to the last movie and yeah you're there for the special effects and the wonder and the color and all that all that's great but you know i'm at a point in my life where i i i guess maybe i need more angst and intricacy uh well, going to that movie felt like going to a really cool aquarium to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's sort I, of I, how felt I felt that the story had more oomph than that, but it is what it is. We can agree to disagree. Um, I, felt, I felt the same way, really. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking stunning movie. It's like the yeah. most beautiful thing ever, but just like... Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. Fair. Um, Tar? Have you, have you seen Tar? Have no, I haven't seen it. I know about it. It's interesting because it's like, I don't know, like the movie itself to me is like very slow and like boring, but the lead character is so dislikable that I'm almost sort of like interested as I watch it, what the point of that it was and realize that it's rare to have such a dislikable, unlikable protagonist. Mm-hmm. Cause usually it'll be an unlikable character that because they're the protagonist, you actually 
learn to find some compassion for them. Right. This main character is just like not likable at all. So it's interesting to see like where they go with it. But I wouldn't say it was like the, the strongest of the bunch. And I didn't like Got Elvis. It. Got that's it. it. That's all. Uh, Elvis, I didn't care for. Elvis, I haven't seen. I thought either. Tom Hanks ruined that movie. <laughs> the playing the the colonel or whatever. Just too much. Mm. Yeah, he got a lot of hit shit for that. Interesting. Well, okay, so I'll watch a few of these. Yeah, I think you like so. Um, did you see the menu? I did. We started watching that. It. That was awesome. We, I loved it. We're, we're 20 we're minutes into that. I think it. I recommended it to you. Yeah, like, I'm really enjoying it. I'm excited to watch it, but I'm worried that our rental period has run out. Oh, it's not on Netflix? It's on HBO. It's on yeah, it's on Is it? Netflix. Well, I'm glad I paid three ninety nine dollars Yeah, so you, you like don't know where it's fully going yet? No. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited that's about it. That's an exciting it. place to be in. Happy to hear that. Dude, something happened to me that I forgot to tell you about. Can I can I pivot us or do you want to talk more about the Oscars? I've listed all the movies briefly. We don't have to talk about it the whole time. I want to tell you about this. Please. I'm pulling something up also, but I'm listening. I made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Which what kind of mistake? But I had really good intentions. Okay, that's good. That's a good place to start. I was at um the stand. And uh, there was a group of brand new comedians, open micers, young. You may have told me this. Have I told you this? Yeah, you did. Well, you told me about it, but you maybe didn't tell me this. This angle. okay? So they were they were young comics, and they were probably a year, maybe a year and a half in. How do you know this? They told me. Did they do the bringer show or something? They're doing mics. Okay, okay. but do I they, asked. They, them, do they they have mics at the stand? No, no. They were just there to hang. To hang, okay. Um, and one of them asked me a question because I was talking to... Do they know about you? I think they know that I'm a past comic and a headliner. Okay. So, Sean Gardini was there, who is the producer of Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's a Philly comic, and I think most of them were from Philly, or some of them were. And uh, he... I was... I was sort of talking to them, and he came over, and he was like, oh, you know these people? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then that's how I sort of met the broader group. But I was just talking to them, and they were one person was asking me a question like, yo, how many mics should you do a week? And I sort of was just trying to dispel some of the notions that were told to me um, when I was at their stage. Oh, this is is good. Which was like, you got to do three or four mics a day. And is you, that what people said to you? Yeah, man. I recall something something similar to that. Too. And I tried, and it was so discouraging. Mm. Because what people don't say about open mics, in New York at least, is that they're not places to truly work on material. Yeah. It was interesting to learn that. It's a place for uh, you to get up and talk out loud with a microphone in front of 12 other comedians, all of whom have signed up to do that open mic as well. Each of you gets three to four minutes. Everyone runs the light. And but it's like it's like the mailroom for comedy. Nobody, yeah, nobody is nobody's supporting each right. other. They're it's, not going to laugh yeah. at a good joke that you tell because everyone's worried about someone succeeding ahead of them. There's a lot going on that, that makes it so that nobody listens or reacts. Nobody's laughs, listening. But you, it's all the ba- you, it's all back-end value. You're meeting people... They yeah. they have seen you around like 
you grow with this group. You kind of do. I, I don't know, dude. To this day, I don't know how to answer someone who's like, how do you get out of doing mics? But this is the beauty of comedy is that like you and I would probably give a completely different advice to these people based on like our experiences. You know what I mean? Maybe not completely different, but different because everybody's like journey is a little bit different. Yeah. And well, that's what's so elusive about it. That's what I said. I said the the prescription now has changed completely. You could try to do it the old fashioned way, which is to do, you know, three or four mics a day for a couple of years, and then you start getting, on, you know, do a couple bringer shows, and then you maybe some bigger comic asks you to feature for them on the road, and then you start doing that, and then you get more and more network opportunities. Maybe you get past it, your comedy club, and you get past it, the comic strip, and you get past it, stand up New York, and then the stand and then the seller and then all of a sudden you're you know you're you, you get a late night show you get you get the tonight show uh yada yada that's the old way yeah but i said to them i was like you could now instead of using that 4 hours on a monday night to go sit around at mics and do that you could stay at home and come up with some funny idea or just film yourself doing some wacky, stupid fucking TikTok. And if you committed the same amount of time to doing that and were just as consistent doing that as you were doing mics, you might build a solid following on TikTok, which would translate potentially to fans coming to see you such that you might find yourself headlining much sooner than you anticipated and you can backfill the skill. Yeah, but it's hard, dude. You have to have like you have to have been working on the skill a little. Yeah, it will make it so much easier. I agree with that, but like the skill being stand up, by the way, you will saying. learn how to do stand up. You will be forced to learn it much faster if you've developed a fan base mm-hmm. who are willing to pay tickets to see you. Um, that's true and you can't just go up there and fuck around and like pretend to do the same TikTok shit you did so you you'll have no choice it's you're in front of a firing squad you have to you have to it's immersion like language immersion basically mm-hmm. where you're like yeah I have, I have to have right. to figure out how to communicate to these people and make them laugh and because you're up there you will learn it faster that way than you would doing mics three minute sets mm-hmm. for years mm-hmm. And I know that the odds of that happening are not particularly high. But I will say that that was something that was not an option when we started. Yeah, There was no idea that you could just build a gigantic social media following and then figure out stand-up later. It it wasn't even impressed to us that fans were more important than, than joke writing. Well, yeah, and it was because like there was no opportunity to get them. Yeah, like, you couldn't get fans. Like there was, there was like kind of traditional gatekeepers at every step that required you to be proficient at doing stand up, uh, and those those sort of uh, institutions aren't as uh, sort of important anymore. Right, like I mean, they're still there, and I do think there is this like big divide between those two things. Where if you can figure out how to do them both. You're really cooking. You're cooking. You know, like and if you can have the following and have the thing and also be a proficient performer and like, you know, find yourself in the industry channel still, because like there is, like you said, you know, if you have like a big TikTok, that doesn't like mean you're going to make money still. But if you can tour, of course you can make money, you know? Exactly. Yep. And 
you know, there's there's probably an old school virtue that the traditionalists see in coming up the hard way and the long way. And I guess there's a part of me that's happy that I did do it to a degree. Yeah. That I did it that way. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I wouldn't call it a shortcut to blow up on TikTok and you know, or or become a fucking gigantic vlogger on YouTube, and then if you decide, hey, I love live performing, I like stand up, to figure out what you want to present on stage to a number of people who are willing to buy tickets to see you. But one important element here is that one or the other aren't necessarily easier than each other. I mean, like coming yeah, up with like exactly. good like TikTok shit and having the volume to like keep posting and shit. Like that is also as big of a commitment as going to open mics and stuff. There are plenty of people that are posting consistently on TikTok and getting no traction, just as there are plenty of people going to mics and they'll never climb out of that necessarily. And there are people who are posting on TikTok after getting their account banned and their first video does well and everybody just shits on them for being a white male. Not even cis white male. People are be- are saying it's giving white male. <laughs> well, It's giving white male. That you know, is very broad. You know what you need, Julio, is you need someone else to run your tiktok account so you don't have to see any of that i shit. do i typically don't let it get to me but it is funny the how much that got to me like it was yeah. just such a not like unspecific critique or comment yeah it's lazy like somebody was like i'm laughing in woman so the joke is of course apparently that a woman can't which is so this is the thing that's so funny about it and i'm sorry i'm not going to go into some rant about cancel culture or whatever right now um, this is just very specific to my experience. Like all the people commenting are commenting how it must be nice to be a white guy. White guys can travel, whatever. And like even my tour guide from Iraq, Aya, who by the way is a woman who doesn't isn't covered up, is like it's, the comments are pissing me off because women visit all the time. It's just amazing to like do that, but then be being ignorant. I'm laughing, laughs in woman, but you're like being ignorant. You know what I mean? But, uh, can, I'm, I'm, I can't get past the syntax of that critique. Laughs in woman? Laughs I think in they're woman. saying that women can't visit Iraq. Exactly. What the fuck? How does that translate to that? Because it's like, Is it's that like a, a TikTok buzz, speak? It's a buzz phrase. That's a buzz so, phrase? Sort of. And you're telling me that they've boiled... I wish that I could travel to Iraq, but I can't because I'm a woman. Yes. They've boiled that down to laughs in woman. Yes. Yeah. And how do they even know? They how don't did... know. They can go. What What are they talking about? Not they, this specific person commenting. There's obviously plenty of people defending it too, and they're starting to fight, which is good for the algorithm. I'll take it. <laughs> the people are starting to fight. Bro, then this guy comments, not, not you, a white man Trying to make Iraq look like some safe place to be. A woman could never do what you just did. Buddy. What? If you hear somebody talking like that, don't you just write them off? Yes. But still. It's, Not you. I mean, gang, but who starts a sentence that they're, way? They're ganging up on me. This one. It's safe, says the cis white man. Yeah. These are. These are. I, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I should just be not even be taking any of this seriously. They don't so matter, cordial. dude. They don't well, matter. Your responses. You were so cordial, and you were like, what? "No, like you're def- no, like, you can't." You can go. You punching the ocean, bro. Roy it's Wood the said white it. male audacity for me. What? Yeah, you know what? I would be like if if I met that person and they said that to me, I'd be like, "Yes, thanks to my white maleness, 
I had the audacity to go. You should find the audacity. I don't even understand. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) If only you were more audacious. It has nothing. It's just silly, dude. It's like such a crazy thing. And it's crazy to like get ganged up on like that. You're, I did nothing wrong. This is this is the public persona thing. Is. You ask yeah. for, you put yourself out put there. You're gonna get there. that. Yeah, I got that. You know, I shouldn't even. I shouldn't even be looking at it. So, dude, it's funny. We one thing that we're slightly stressed out about in our new apartment is countertop space in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, Hill, like, what do we really need to put on the counter? You know what I mean? Like, what? Like all we don't use half of this shit. You know, the toaster can go in the drawer. Mm-hmm. We'll bring it out when we need it. Air fryer, maybe we use that regularly. And all we need is the coffee machine. You got to have that coffee machine out. Coffee machine's going to be out. That deserves p- prominent billing. And it's going to be roasting Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. What? What the? What the heck? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I heard that sound as soon as you said Brooklyn Roasting Coffee yeah, and the Oops right. Blend. I said to myself, was somebody making coffee in that's here? That's right, dude. Sh- shooting down your hopes of not having a lively morning like that balloon. Yeah. Right? You Boom. Need, you need that Brooklyn Roasting Com- Company coffee in your soul and in your tummy to get your day cracking the right way. Even just smelling the fumes of it. Really fumes. make me happy and Good make fumes. me feel nurtured and cared for. And I feel not alone. I feel accompanied. Yeah. That, that bring, bring, exactly. Bring that caffeine kick Come with on you down. throughout the day. Come on down to Francistown. Yeah, give it a little friendly wave. Hop aboard. It's Brooklyn Roasting <laughs> Company. Guys, we have our own coffee. That's what the tin looks like right behind us there. Oh, yeah. uh, Brooklyn Roasting Company is the best roasting coffee I've ever had. We have our own blend, the Oops Blend. Go to get some Oops Beans from the Brooklyn Roasting Company uh, right now at brooklynroasting.com. Promo code Oops Beans, 5% off. Guys, brooklynroasting.com, promo code Oops Beans. Let me get back to this story about the comedians. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Can I say one final piece about the TikTok thing? Yeah. Before we move on, because I'm sorry, we did veer left That's okay. But the one thing that has given me comfort is the realization and the knowledge that the chances are most of these comments are coming from teenagers. Yeah, from man. Chi- from children. They're teenagers. From literal children. And I'm like, no, no, I, what do you mean? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, I swear, no. Yeah. It's absurd. Okay, so that's it. That's all I have. So- but, but unfortunately, even knowing that will never give you peace. It won't. The only way for you to gain peace, I promise you, is to find a way to stop looking. You can't, you cannot conceptualize I've, I've it. I've stopped, I've stopped. You cannot, me. there's no way to convince yourself that what they're saying doesn't matter. You, no matter what. I do, I swear to God. If you read it, it will, it will tattoo good, in your brain. I'm, I'm usually pretty good. I'm, I'm not perfect. Maybe, maybe they've gotten to me somehow with this, because like, I'm so used to this being well-received, me like bopping around. That it's like, I'm like, it's shocking to see these like random people shitting on it. Maybe that's getting to me. But dude, I swear to God, I've never let con- comments get under my skin. I don't know what it is. Maybe this is like the new frontier. It's because they are commenting on a piece of work that you put your heart and soul into and that you fundamentally know is great. Mm-hmm. And they are they are not even watching it, probably. They're mm-hmm. just... 
white male. They're just trying to tear it down. And you, you deservedly believe that this is something that deserves like to, to not have rotten fruit thrown at it. Right. At least have like a good critique. Like, okay. but you're that's that's just asking too much of these morons. They're morons, dude. I know, I know, I know. Can I share two critiques with you of things that I thought were so funny that I screenshotted them so I could read them? To you? Sure. Um. Okay. And then I'm sorry. They I'm don't sorry, even know what they're they're talking about. So it's you, giving this. It's that. Yeah. Ugh. I know. I know. It's ridiculous. Um. Fuck it. Shut up. On Rotten Tomatoes, I've specifically been reading negative reviews for things just to see what they say. Because usually it's like the good reviews, whatever. And I read two that were just so well worded. About you? No. No. These are just good. These are examples of good reviews of things. Yeah. As opposed to it's giving cis white male. This is the opposite of that. Uh, A film rich with hypnotic images, but groaning under the weight of its own self-importance. Wow. That's a good burn, dude. Yeah, but you you wouldn't want to read that. Because that's more cutting. (laughs) No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, if you're then You least, read that, and you're like, I'm never fucking putting out work again. You retire after you read that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or even, I read an, an, a uh, a review of The Smile. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's some nice jump scares, and Bacon is charismatic, charismatic but it's achingly derivative and dull. <laughs> like, Jesus, Yeah. Dude. That is just well a well-worded burn. You know, let me say, let me try another band-aid for you okay. okay this is gonna be harder and this doesn't work for me a lot of the time but it has worked if you can separate yourself emotionally from your work and you put out a video or you put something out where you just say yeah this is i have to do this to pay rent this is my income this is what i'm taxed on i need to make more money so that i can pay rent and buy groceries and go out to dinner. If you can remove your emotional attachment to let's call it your art, negative comments won't matter because you'll just be like, whatever I got fucking paid. I didn't care about approval. Mm. You know, Mm. I I, I made money for that. You know what? I I agree with that idea, but then in practice sometimes like the grease commercial from the Super Bowl really bummed me out yeah me too and that was uh me too. exactly probably what they were all thinking in that commercial They're like whatever like we're gonna make money but that like really like made me literally sad why it was just so like it seemed like such a desperate move to like do that like why are you i don't know man. why did you feel specifically that about that one versus every other a-list artist who featured in a Super Bowl commercial for which I'm sure they were paid because they weren't like recreating a classic thing they were already in to try to like unless you know the clueless one I understand it like she's that that girl's not really in stuff like that's like an easy money grab and she didn't like do it disjustice she didn't she didn't remix an unbelievably classic song into a jingle and then redo it you know what I mean yeah to be honest with you I, I didn't actually see a lot of the commercials they, they so I was redid, with a group of people that were like talking yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time. They redid, like, tell me more, tell me I, more. I saw it, but yeah, I saw that. And, and it was with the guys from Scrubs, right? But and John Travolta. Yeah. To, which to me was like, made me upset. So who's more, 
who's who's the person that has sold their soul more? more? John Travolta. He's yeah. the one who's done done it the most. Whatever. But bro, John he's Travolta a, he's is the man. Is, what's it. he doing? I don't know. But like, what's he, what else? What other work does he have? He's he's been doing unbelievable work for years. You know, but, it's like what's, when was the last movie he was in where you were like John Travolta? As far as I can tell, the last ten movies he's made, he's made have been utterly panned. All all are fine, and I don't know the specifics of John Travolta's finances. But for me, I'd rather sell a horse or something. You know yeah, what I mean? But, like I'd rather sell one of my houses. But I think than do than I, re-sing my my like legacy work. I think that if you and I were um you know on the in the twilight of a thirty year Hollywood career, forty years, and our early work had launched us into a stratosphere of stardom. Yeah, I we wouldn't never imagine I wouldn't dress up like a penis and go to the Iraq airport and be like, I'm at the Iraq airport for a dildo commercial, dude. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> If that ended up being If my, that dildo company said we will pay you two million dollars. If I was at the point in my career where I'm getting offered two million dollars for commercials, I wouldn't do it. I, there's certain things that I would not do it. And I and I'm pretty loose with it, dude. I'm down to like consider most opportunities, but not something that was would tarnish my legacy. How much do you think you're answering this because that's your current mindset and you're not able to sort of see how that might feel? 40 years from now. It's possible, but there's a reason why that stood out because a lot of people don't do that. Anthony Hopkins didn't dress up like Hannibal Lecter and go, ooh, uh, white bean hummus. You know yeah, what I mean? But, like, But I mean, I, 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 my answer to that quickly would be that Anthony Hopkins has, has such incredible mastery of acting that he has been able to sustain his career for for 60 years like he he is still winning you know being nominated for oscars late into his 70s and 80s you know I, dude i can't the guy was knighted i can't think of a ton of a-list actors john travolta and a at one point an a-list actor who have done some like sh- some like thing like that i mean he just doesn't give a fuck and good for him dude he shouldn't like who am i to judge of a guy who's seven thousand times more successful than me but like i can't i would never do something like that I think my I can thought, say that pretty confidently. My thought about John Travolta there would be that he is probably at a point where either he's desperate, you know, it's entirely possible he's declared bankruptcy, he's had a bunch of bad real estate investments. Can we look this up? Um and needs the money. And or is at a point in his career where he just fundamentally doesn't care anymore and takes that two million dollar check. Who what was the commercial for? Who the fuck knows? A cell phone carrier. Okay, for whatever, oh, yeah, T-Mobile. T-Mobile, yeah. Yeah, and, <laughs> and as, as you and I on our podcast talk, you know, disgrace him and tear him down. I'm not disgracing him. He takes that check and goes back to his ranch in Jackson Hole or Sun Valley, Idaho, and puts that some of that money into restoring the roof of his beautiful home and sits quietly in oh. a in a library and has in his flush for the year. Totally dude. Having worked two days. Totally. And that's fine. But like I, you know, and whatever, I'm not speaking for John Travolta for me personally, my, like that is one of his crowning achievements of work. Like maybe he wouldn't consider it to be so, but like everybody loves Greece. Greece was amazing. He was so iconic in it. It was so sick. Like there's no scenario in my mind where I would like disrespect that. And not even that he's doing that, but it's just like the commercial felt like disrespectful to me. It was just like a whack look, dude, mm. like period. And I didn't get into this to do that. 
You know what I mean? I don't like, I have some principle and some integrity and like, again, I've done a bunch of like, I, I I'm very loose with that dude. I'll do all sorts of shit, but I'm not going to like take the best thing ever. If I were to become a big star and like try to get an extra million dollars, bro, he's made tons of money. You know what I mean? Maybe he's in a tough spot and maybe I'm not articulating this perfectly, but hopefully you guys understand what I'm no, saying. I think, I think you are. And I think, I think it's just too different schools of thought and it's interesting to me to hear you uh to have this opinion because you and i have spoken many times where we are very realistic about you know not being holier than a paycheck totally or you know not willing to take i mean for example we've we've had moments where companies that were willing trying to sell ads for a podcast have sent us a list of, you know, 300 brands and asked, is there anything on here that you guys would not be willing to do reads for? And we've pretty much said no. Agreed. And we that's all we're, fine. We're open to anything. But I, I think that that still, to me, is, like, different. So, like, that, that like, doesn't, like, cross any of my very loose principles, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to become this, like, famous whatever person... And they wanted to take that thing that got me there and make me do a jingle out of it. I just like straight up wouldn't do it. They even made, there was a commercial in the Super Bowl that made fun of that concept. The, the Diddy one. Oh. Diddy doesn't do jingles. Remember that? I didn't that? see that. Like, I, I didn't, it's I didn't a, see Yeah, that it's one. a thing for a reason. And like, I, and, and I think that this hammers the point home even more, bro. I don't have that much integrity about it, dude. Yeah. I'll do some stupid shit. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And I've sure. done plenty of it and will continue to. And I'll do commercials for whoever. And I'll dress up like a cloud and float around in the sky. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. That to me, like, crossed some lines. All right. So and I was upset at the company. I was like, why would you do him? Do this to him? Why would you like do this to like a, such a, a classic? Just like disgrace it. Uh huh. It was fucked up. Man. Well, you know, for for a long time, um, I remember when stars started to do commercials at all. Yeah. And um, I think Seinfeld was was in some Amex commercials. That was a great commercial. But that's where he pumps it perfectly and then keeps pumping. That was a sick commercial. Wasn't there one where he like went into a store and they were all quoting him or uh, something? I don't remember, but I don't know. And 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 people anytime at there there was people would they would always get accused of of like selling out for these Mm -hmm. big brands and doing these commercials and. Somewhere, everyone said, "Eh, yeah." What are you, everyone's doing it? Why wouldn't you do it? The it, movie business just like wasn't producing the same paydays to these big stars. Yeah, and, and they like became more appealing. And um, and I remember, I even remember my dad almost condemning some people that he saw in commercials, like saying things like, "Well, how much money do you need? Do you really need, you know, dude, stuff like that?" It's like, well, what the fuck, man? If LeBron, who is a billionaire, can make another hundred million dollars, fifty, thirty, twenty million dollars for one day of work in the summer shooting a commercial for whatever. Like, why would he not do that? Dude, a hundred percent agree. But the like, what if they made him? Hard. What if they made him dress up like a duck or something? Like, he might not do certain things. You know, like I've never seen LeBron in a commercial and been like, oh, that's embarrassing. Like, this is not a this is not a take no, that I, I have often. But LeBron has earned that ability to be selective 
Whereas I don't think John Travolta has. Well, dude, at, at a time he 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 did. I would argue that if you've ever if you've ever been in a place where it says you, if, if at a time you did, you have fucked up. If you end up in a place where you now have to do that, I I don't necessarily disagree, but that doesn't uh, to me that that doesn't discredit his choice. Meaning, yeah, I'm sure John Travolta has fucked up. I I, I remember hearing a lot of rumors about how he was. You know, there was like a massage guy that he tried to solicit and was got in trouble for. I think there have been some soft cancellations of John Travolta. People have come after him for years for being a Scientologist. He may not get much work, if any at all, anymore. He played a he played a character. Uh, I think he did a biopic not long ago that was so trash. John Gotti. Yeah, he played Gotti. Uh. People fucking hated it, dude. And it might have been like the last time that a studio was willing to bet on him. Interesting. And that, and and I'm just like, all right, yeah, well, well, then you know what? Shame on you, mobile carrier, who we shouldn't be talking about more for putting him, a in, man putting when him in that position. Where you're like, we'll pay you. I don't know. Yeah, we'll pay you. I mean, it, for me, it's like I'd 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 still rather he you know commercialize his classics than die irrelevant on a drug overdose in an alley somewhere because he's just like just d- destroyed it feels like an extreme scenario but <laughs> i hear you i mean dude listen i i just like why it just sucked that was like capitalism failing in front of my eyes i know <laughs> i know i guess let's put it this way well yeah maybe you know like why is he have why is his life that expensive why hasn't he, you know what I mean? Why? Because he's been living that way for 40 years. Right. And right. maybe all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the checks dried up. Back and, taxes. You know. Shout out to John Travolta, bro. I, you know, I hope you have greener pastures ahead. <laughs> I will never turn on you just for that, bro. I'm just saying, like, it bummed me out to see you doing that. And, you know, I'm not trying to put myself in your shoes because I would never know what it's like to be a megastar. But and we can't dance as well as he can. You got, you know, you, you had it. And there's no reason to think why you still can't. I mean, bro, Travolta was washed up, and then Pulp Fiction brought him back. Why can't he have a third win? I don't know that he's got a third third life. Nick Cage has been trying to have a third life. Dude, that movie was amazing. It was good, but that was the first one after 20 failures, and that all went straight to, like, on demand. And there's an example of a guy who was able to, like, caricature himself in a way that was, like, funny and didn't, like, tarnish his legacy, bro. Yeah. You know, these are two guys. Face Off. Big movie. My favorite movie at the time. Yeah. Face Off. Yeah. Someone, Con Air was on in a place at a bar I was in or something. Dave Chappelle's in it, dude. I know. It's insanely random. Uh, And it actually looked like a very fun movie. It looked like it would kind of hold up in a campy way. But let me just, can I just finish this thought? Sorry, dude. No, no, no. I'm glad we went the direction we did, but I do have something insane to tell you. So here's what happened. I was talking to these young comics, first year people, right? And um, one of them was a young woman, really nice, who was giving um, tomboy vibes. Very, very sort of it's giving. Sk- it's giving tomboy skater. Uh, <laughs> it's giving skater. Yeah, g- girl, um, masculine. Androgynous, not entire. You know, I I didn't know non-binary vibes. Yeah, yes, exactly. Cool. I did not know 
what gender, if any, this person subscribed to or chose for themselves. And I've learned that it is not my role to gender someone. And Sean Gardini came over and was like, oh, you know my guy? This is my guy. Not pointing to one of the dudes. And I was like, yeah, I met him. He's great. And I also met this guy, and he's great. And then I turned to her, and I went, and I met so-and-so. She's great. She? Did you did you do that? I I did. And I I went I was so close to not even saying not even guessing she. But the this because, person is a comedian? Yeah. Okay. And she went, "Yeah." <laughs> so I was trying <laughs> to leave the door open to be corrected about someone's you know, that they take different pronouns or I was trying to be like, I'm not trying to assume your gender. I'm sorry. It's none of my business. I was trying to be progressive. And by not assuming that she was a cis woman, I think I offended her more. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I mean, dude, listen, the, the, you, I, I feel you like it's a ridiculous that this is like a conversation that we like can't figure out. You know what I mean? It makes me feel like old or something, but like I feel you. And I think like the, a good instinct, like comedians theoretically are like non bullshit people. Like you, you're, I think you're allowed to be like she to a comedian. Is I that don't completely know, man. Wrong? I, maybe, yeah. maybe dude. Yeah. I, I, I was so trying to play it safe and open-minded mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sure that what I'm saying right now would be offensive in some way to the types of people that talk on your TikTok. <laughs> I know that I did it wrong yeah. and they'll say, well, why did you gender any of them? And yeah. I don't know. I was just speaking I, I stupidly. Yeah. Can you meet my buddy? Yeah, this guy's great. Oh, this guy's great too. And she's great. She? I didn't say it like that. I was, I, I, I was, I said, she's great. She? Kind of, I was so nervous. I was you, so you nervous hate about the I, idea of having that encounter with the next batch of people. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> it was a nightmare. The and, idea that she'll like never forget that, and she was so nice <laughs> and so cool up until that point. And they were all great. <laughs> and I, dude, this ate at me the entire weekend. Oh man, I, I felt so bad about it. But I guess my question is, what? What? This is something I've never reckoned with, which is. Yes, we have learned that um, when it comes to our 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 no, more modern understanding of gender, as we move away from gender as a binary construct, uh, people are learning about the new nomenclature and the ways to address and not assume and all of that, and that's good. I'm fine with that too. Yeah, but it leaves room. To fuck up with our old traditional understanding, Mm -hmm. which I did. Mm -hmm. I didn't assume that a woman was a woman, and I therefore... You paid the price for that. ...made a mistake. Yeah. I mean, dude, listen, like, hopefully a group of comedians will understand. I think they will, and and I... But I agree with you. Like, listen, I'm not a fucking rigid dinosaur. I'm open to change, like... 
if this is how things are and how everybody wants to be, whatever. I don't give a shit what you want to be. Like, that doesn't really affect me, you know? Like, I'm down, but, like, work with me if I'm, like, awkward about it. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Like, tell me that if I fuck it up, tell me what I did wrong. I'll learn it for the next time. Um, You know, I'm very open-minded about this shit, but agreed. It can make stuff like that difficult. You know? I, 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 I'm still not sure what the best way to have handled it would have been. I think like, like just don't say, just name. be just like, don't this say is a great gender. group. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I didn't see that far ahead I know, I know, when I started I on this uh, thing of like, this guy, he's great. Uh-huh. This that? guy, he's great. You know what I was doing? I was just showing off that I remembered their names because yeah, yeah. they had, they had introduced themselves to me and I was talking to them and I like to, I like to do that. This is what you could have done. Sean. Awesome, dude. John, amazing dude. Erica, amazing. If I had known her, I don't even think I don't even think her name was Erica. It wasn't something that was obviously feminine. And this ball of energy, yeah, he's just a ball of energy. I should have just not even addressed her. You guys have such good souls. Yeah, so. But like you're, you're never gonna be. You're. Ne- I didn't see. I didn't see that coming when mm. I started. And because I had, I had, I said, in the wild, I met this guy, he's great. I met this guy, he's great. When I turned to her, she was the last in the order. I couldn't, main, I couldn't depart from this parallel construct of, I met her and she's great. I had to finish it because that was the series of talk of the way I'd spoken so mm-hmm. far. And it, I felt that in that split second, it would have been more overt to not gender her. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. It Crazy, bro. Sucked. I felt bad, and I'm sorry if she's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, listen, you got him next time. Look man. at us, man. What, look at out us. out here in the wild. We're out here cl- cl- scrabbling up a rocky hillside that is just, it feels like it's due for a landslide any second yeah <laughs> the volcano's about to erupt yeah dude. we're going to see the steaming volcano <laughs> can i say one last thing yeah what's up there's a funny clip that really struck me that no one talked about everyone had their takes on the chinese spy balloon and i didn't offer any because too many people made jokes about it but one thing that really made me laugh was there was a video of someone shooting it down Right or there, there, someone took a video of the rocket of the balloon being shot down with the missile, and this wh- whoever took this video was sort of southern hick, and they go, there it goes, and then it ex- the missile goes to shoot it and it explodes and he and they go, boom, got her. <laughs> they called the balloon her. <laughs> got her and then they go that's my air force it's like (laughs) how is the balloon her (laughs) the balloon's her and it's not your air force yeah i don't know that just struck me as very funny (laughs) got Got her got her (laughs) a chinese spy balloon is a her well what are the rules in that because a lot of the time people will classify things like that as women i love that I love her. Like about their car or something. Is that the volcano in New Zealand? The natives she... and the locals call it her. Yeah, yeah. She's got an energy. Yeah, you know. It makes me wonder if if this whole if the gender thing's gonna be like a thing that is around for the rest of our lives, or if it's like gonna be uh, 
leading thing. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Um. All right. Lots of room t- to be educated. We are open to uh, anyone who wants to fill us in on this on stuff. On gender and by Ryan. Yeah. Facts with Ryan. Facts. Let's see what she's got. Ryan. How about exclusively John Travolta information? Sure. Let's see. Let's okay. See Last time John, is it Travolta? Travolta? Travolta. 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 Oh no! Are you the last? <laughs> the most classic Ryan. The last. Oh, no. Ryan we're, we're not trying to pronounce d- obvious mm, things. Part nineteen. Like a Jurassic Travolta. Park creature. The last time John Travolta. <laughs> oh God. Travolta. Travolta. Last time John Travolta was in a movie that did well, according to Rotten Tomatoes, was 2008's animated film by Disney, Bolt. Bolt. 2008. Following that, or just before 2007's Hairspray, where he played the mom. Yeah. So that's a long time. Mm. Uh, Net worth. Net worth $250 million. Bro, get out of here. Dude. I also don't believe that. Those well, aren't. I don't right. believe that. There were multiple sources Cap? that I looked it up on. There's no chance. You won't believe it even more after I tell you this. Eminem is worth $230 million. Bro, Travolta was a movie star at like the peak of getting paid to do movies. I don't know. I don't, making $20 million no, a picture. The peak of getting paid to do movies was the Marvel time. It was the 90s, bro. No. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, movies like Transformers, okay, fine, Marvel's like... Avengers, those guys are getting $50 million a movie. Really? Dude. Are you John, sure about uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but whatever. But dude, like the reason why movie stars are now making commercials is because they're not getting paid pound for pound the same that they used to. The 90s, these people were getting a lot of money for movies, dude. I would think that that's- For streaming. Pro- in the last three years no, post-COVID. No. Bro. No, man. I'm telling you. big bl- budget dude, blockbuster movies before COVID, before movie certainty, theaters shut bro. down. I can tell you with certainty. Maybe like Black Panther is different, but like in general, these guys like, you know, Al Pacino, like they're making way less money for movies. Than Al Pacino's they used to. also 90 years old. I know, but I'm saying maybe not him specifically, but it's going from like 10 million a movie to making like 500,000. Mm. Would you like, like to know how much stark. Shia LaBeouf made in Transformers? Would that be sure. the type of movie? What, what do you think they? Well, that one was the first one, so maybe they hadn't paid him a ton yet. Or maybe it was a. My more guess would be that. that for the next when one, was it? he what made year? a lot more. Transformers one. I know that uh, Wahlberg for the fourth Transformers movie made like fucking crazy money. LaBeouf made 2007 is when the first one came out, and yeah, LaBeouf you're need made to... 20.75. Yeah. Right, and dude, but that's like right before like Netflix on demand streaming like took off, bro. What's what's the 2015 guy making? I found the list of the highest um, earning actors for a single production. Um, would you like to guess what it is? Tom Cruise for it something? It is the Rock. Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. Wow. The new one? Uh, Matrix Reloaded and then Revolutions in 2003. This list is go. very like back and forth, though, because then it's Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense, and then it's Top Tom Cruise, Top Gun, um, World of Worlds, Mission Impossible 2. Well, all making a hundred million dollars. Oh. Wow, that's crazy. But Tom, hey, but is that include their like back end and shit? Because uh, he's a producer. I mean, all that's of probably all. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um. All right. Were there more John Travolta facts? <laughs> uh, Nick Cage is worth twenty five million dollars. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that either. Wow, that's from multiple sources. Do you to... think he's worth more or less? Just, I just never. I don't think that these numbers. He's are open ever about his financial. Yeah, it's a trouble. weird public. Like this is. Yeah, I no, feel no. like there's no accurate public domain. Bro, I'm on. I'm looking yeah. on wealthygorilla.com. Yeah, so am yeah, I. And mine is. And they're com- way off. Mine is like fifty times more than I'm actually worth. <laughs> I'm actually worth negative. I believe if you include all my like student loans and shit, I think I'm worth a negative amount. Julio is worth a zero negative dollars. <laughs> Forty thousand. Net worth is not eighteen not million dollars. Julio Gallerati. Bro, nice. that's absurd. 
That is absolutely. What, what about saying? Francis? Mine's way lower than that. Five million dollars. Yeah, bro. Francis is definitely worth. As of January 9th, two thousand twenty-three. No, I'm not. Sure ain't. Sure ain't. Well, uh, you got anything else? Is that it, Ryan? That's it. Okay, John Travolta. Travolta, go support him. So he doesn't have to do more soul-crushing commercials. Uh, Julia, where can we find you on playing comedy on the road? All right, March second, I'm going to be at New York Comedy Club in Stamford, Connecticut. Uh, that is a Connecticut show, uh, in case the name was confusing. Uh, New York Comedy Club in Stamford, Connecticut. Uh, really looking forward to that one. All my Connecticut people, looking forward to seeing you there. March 3rd to 5th at the DC Improv, if there are any tickets left to those. Uh, I got three or four, I think five shows that weekend, actually. Uh, love to see you at one of those. Also adding Helium in Philly, April 18th. Uh, have Comedy Connection in Rhode Island, 14th to 15th of April. Yonkers Comedy Club the last weekend of April bunch of other cities coming down the pipeline too you can check out my website not julio.com uh for all the updated ticket links awesome long beach long island come out we're gonna have a lot of fun i think frankie borelli and glenny balls are coming uh we're gonna be at the beach house on february 25th and then it's on to minneapolis house of comedy march 10th weekend then we're in austin and we're in dallas and we're in san francisco with a little sass chicago that's going fast uh west virginia we're at the Penn Casino out there, the uh, Raceway, the Charlestown Raceway, which is all tickets for that are at francisellis.com. Thank you.